0: Everything's going wrong. Everything's wrong. I don't know where Lori is. I haven't seen her since the train station. It's been three days now. We usually talk at least once every day. Tomorrow's Monday. She'll have to be at school, right? She wouldn't just miss school unless. unless she really hates me all of a sudden. That doesn't make sense. She wouldn't. She's my friend. She wouldn't. Why would she? It's just the letters. The letters. I don't even know what they mean. I'd never heard anything about my mother before then. And now everything's about humans and London and bombings and everything's wrong. I haven't been this lonely in... I was never this lonely before Lori came because there wasn't any alternative. I didn't know what not being lonely felt like. But I do now, and I miss her, and it hurts, my head hurts all the time. It feels like everything in Prague is a slip. Like everything isn't where it's supposed to be. And now that I've noticed it, I can't stop noticing it. It's like spotting a crack on the ceiling of your room. And just having to stare at it night after night. Because you've seen it. And now you can't pretend it isn't there anymore. It's like watching the crack. Unable to fall asleep, because even if you close your eyes, you'll still know it's there. That something is there, that isn't supposed to be. Seeing the letters felt like spotting a crack. I know everything is wrong because I can't ignore all the strangeness anymore. Prague is freaking weird. And I've spent years trying to reason my way out of it because I know it's all I've got, but now I just can't do it anymore. And I just... I just wanted to stop. The slips are everywhere now. I tried going for a walk after school. Oh, Lori still wasn't there. I was sure she would be, but sh- she wasn't. I came by her house, but the adults just said she wasn't feeling well. I'm not feeling well either, I don't think. If I wasn't though, my moms would have noticed, I think. Isn't that what mums do? Take care of you. I tried going for a walk after school and I could see them all over the place. Like, my mom said she got these auras during migraines sometimes, these spheres or blobs of color around sources of light. I saw those around people, around everyone in town. Different images and sounds and surroundings follow everybody around, like. They were all cut out of different pictures and being mashed together. I don't think they realized. It's like they're all being haunted. Haunted by the past. I don't know what I am, really. I thought I did. But nothing sounds right anymore. Just saying that I'm human feels like a lie, or at least a cop-out. That's what the letter says anyway, says that I'm somebody's kin, somebody's nephew, somebody who never bothered to claim me or help me. And I bet he could help me now that my head is falling apart and everything is wrong and I can't stop seeing every detail that's wrong, but I can't fix it. No, nobody's here now. I'm just alone, alone, alone all the time. Just like John Wick is in his stupid hat running through the night because our mums gave up somewhere along the line. It's probably not fair. I don't think I'd want to duel with me either if I wasn't me. I'm in the town centre and I'll record exactly what I see. There's Mrs. Wilson doing her weekly shopping. It's Tuesday now. Is it? I think it is. It, it should be. It's Tuesday. I can hear a song coming from around her, something poppy and probably American. I don't think I've heard it before. The street around her looks lighter than usual, the scrumpled posters on the ground that only show up where she walks. There's a newspaper put up in a glass window behind her. The headline says, "Berlin wall tumbles. She just walked right past me and didn't even look at me. Probably for the best, I didn't want to talk. That's probably why she didn't see me, because I didn't want her to. I don't think anything in Bragg would happen if I didn't want it to. I think I could decide I want the walls of all these buildings to start crack, crack, cracking, and they would. Walls tumble. If I just think about it, I think I could see through everything. In layers. Healing each one back. Pages of a book that got stuck together when it got wet. Maybe, maybe that was the rain. Maybe the rain stuck everything together. And now that's where it's also on top of itself with images that don't belong here and there. And, oh, the woman's still at the clock tower. It's rather funny. I think she's dead now. But she's still staring at it like Laurie told her to. Laurie. Maybe if Laurie wants something to happen, it'll happen too. I don't think she wanted this, though. The woman's hair is falling out and her skin isn't white anymore. It looks blue, blue and purple, and there's things inside it now, bugs and worms and maggots like they showed us at the school compost pile. They're making their own entryways through her skin now and she doesn't notice, so she must be dead. But she's still standing, and she's still looking, and she's still- why is there school at all if it's just me and Laurie? We have classmates. We must have classmates, don't we? It can't just be us. I remember having classmates, There must have been other kids. What did they look like? What were their names? Mr. Young's outside his store. He gets classical music and buildings with columns everywhere around him. There's little shadows passing by him of people in top hats and dresses. And his clothes are flickering too like he should be wearing something nicer like a waistcoat with a tie that looks like cloth just tied around his neck but he isn't wearing that he's just wearing a shirt like always because everything is wrong and he isn't where and when he's supposed to be and he can't see it by the time he left behind or thought he left behind wasn't finished with him so it's tagging along like it's caught like it's caught him like it won't let him go he's looking at the clock tower i'm sitting by it now on one side The dead woman's standing on the other, he's staring, and he's turning away. I don't think he saw us. Maybe because I don't want him to. Maybe because he doesn't really want to either. Maybe he'd be scared if he could see. Scared of which one of us though? (laughs) Oh god, I might be losing it. Maybe my headache is getting better. Maybe it hurts so much that I've stopped noticing it now. Either way, the haze in my brain doesn't hurt as much, so I don't care where it's coming from, really. I've had too many answers to last a lifetime. Some things can just be happening, without reason, without motive, just random. Things would be better if they were just randoms, no rhyme to anything at all, then nothing would be wrong or right. Now the witch is here, that's strange. I'd almost forgotten what he looked like, he barely ever comes to town. He's got his hair tied back and a shirt with some band on it and jeans that look like he's spilled every possible liquid on them. There's a cat trailing behind him and a patch of time is trailing behind him too, loud music, blaring. And there's two people, shadows, really on either side of him a man and a woman. The street behind him is at night, there's neon signs of nightclubs, it's London. Oh, that's what London looks like. It feels sad. This man and his cad and his memories, they're all looking at me. And they just feel sad, like they- Henry, what are you doing? Ah. Shit. This episode of Into the Ring stars Thomas Malinowski and Val Zvinyatskovsky. It was created by Thomas Malinowski and Olivia Spreen. It is written by Thomas Malinowski and edited by Olivia Spreen. Cover art is by our friend Nick. You can find them on Instagram at, at Nickick. underscore Music is from Epidemic Sound. Special thanks to Val Zvinyatskovsky. Thank you for listening. Check your ceiling for cracks. <laughs> I'm sure no mental spirals will result from that. Until next time. Welcome into the ring.